0: Welcome to the IBSI Views podcast, this is Gaia Lamperti and today we are joined by Dr. Ozan Ozerk, founder of OpenPaid, a leading global payments and banking as a service platform. Hi Ozan, Hi. how are you doing today?
1: Very good, thank you, yourself?
0: I'm great. Thank you. It's lovely to have you here on the show. And today we're going to focus on a recently published report by OpenPaid called Embedded Finance Research Report. So why don't we start with, you know, a sort of overview on the methodology and the aim of this study?
1: Well, the aim of the study was to look at the potential clients of the embedded financial services, because we have spoken a lot about the providers and the big companies that are entering the embedded finance space to provide the service, but we didn't talk that much in the past about the potential client of these embedded financial services. So we hired a company and we reached out to more than 150 decision makers in companies that are already in the digital space to understand their knowledge and expectation of embedded financial services going forward.
0: Sounds great, I like this new perspective on the trend. And what are some of the main findings that came out of the study? Maybe the single most impressive one.
1: Well, I think the most impressive one and the most disappointing one are kind of connected. Like everyone knows about embedded finance, But very few understand what embedded finance really means for their business going forward. Almost everyone that they spoke to said that, yes, they understand that there is a term called embedded finance and that it represents something to their business. But very few could quantify it. I think it was only 5% that could say that I understand what embedded finance means for my business. So we as providers uh, have a lot of work to do to enlighten our potential clients about the great opportunities embedded financial services represent going forward.
0: Absolutely. But, you know, knowledge is power. So definitely now that we have those sort of findings, they will surely inform the, the, the pipeline for 2022 for open paid. But I know the trend is pan European, right? So is this common across Europe or are there some regions or countries that are a bit more knowledgeable about embedded finance and are making a better use of that for businesses and
1: retailers? you can look at it in a few different ways. Countries that are focusing on digital transformation and that have a population with high internet, mobile penetration, high e-commerce, obviously those vendors operating in those markets will probably have larger benefits in short and midterm from embedded finance. And it's also natural for them in that competitive environment to look into new ways of growing the revenue. We looked at a lot of Western European countries And what we saw that UK is leading in that space, not surprisingly, and the reason I say I'm not surprised because both the regulator in the UK and a lot of the other top down approach from the government, politicians and also the larger businesses in especially in London have been kind of driving the digital transformation, uh, not only across the UK, but also across EU back in the day. So uh, I'm not surprised that uh, UK companies are more aware and more in need of embedded financial services than probably their colleagues in South Europe and across Europe.
0: Yes, makes a lot of sense. And I think it's not a coincidence that the UK is also becoming a hub for for fintech and for all the most advanced trends as banking as a service and embedded finance, open finance as well. Right. In this context, how much of this is due to the rise of e-commerce? Which role has played the fact that for the past 24 months, we've been, you know, basically shifting our consumer habits online and on digital platforms? Has this favoured, and in which ways, the rise of
1: embedded finance? Yeah, I I see the rise of embedded finance with the rise of e-commerce services. So companies that already had some kind of digital footprint have obviously enhanced their digital footprint the last two years and companies that were not probably much online at all have kind of taken a step into the online digital world. And with that also comes a lot of challenges. And one of the largest challenges probably for a lot of businesses is increased competition. So you have more competitors uh, competing for the same client, same space, uh, same revenue. So if you can enhance your consumer offering, give your clients products and services that have a larger stickiness, better appeal, lower cost less friction, all of these components will result in higher turnover and probably hopefully also a bigger profit. Most of this transformation is driven by uh, the need to generate additional revenue and also keep your position in the market and, and grow your business. COVID have definitely played a role. Uh, I think COVID have impacted all businesses and um, businesses that are digital already have probably seen the largest growth, but also the largest growth in competition. Exciting times ahead for anyone that are in the digital space.
0: Absolutely. And that's a super fair point to say, of course, there are more opportunities, but also more competition to come. And I always see this as the silver lining of of COVID, pushing businesses to do more and better and to digitalize, basically to, to, to step into the future. And as we're talking about businesses and merchants, you know embedded finance very often gets mentioned for the benefits that gives to the customers to the consumers and their journey during the purchase but what are also some of the benefits that merchants can
1: reap of this new technology for, for a merchant that successfully embeds financial services into their offering and not only financial services but any embedded service will probably have the opportunity to both cross-sell and upsell new services basically being able to extract more revenue from each client on top of that if you are successful with your providers and your your strategy it will probably also reduce uh, the cost uh, of the whole transaction you will also reduce the churn rate so it means that you'll probably have more loyal clients over time which will technically you can basically decrease your marketing budget and receive the same uh, level of clients. Or you can increase your marketing budget and probably see an exponential growth in in your your stickiness because each client that comes in stays there for longer and probably talks well about your brand and your service to others. So there's a lot of benefit of having a a good embedded financial services strategy. In a 360, look, look out for the merchant is reduced cost and increased revenue.
0: Amazing. Sounds great. And in order to do so, I know that partnering up is the priority because so many merchants, so many platforms are not able to implement embedded financial services by themselves. And they might also need you know, a, an expert's opinion, an expert's guidance for them to implement embedded services. So maybe tapping into the experience of paid in this sense, why are partnerships so important and in which way they can successfully implement and make the journey easier for merchants who want to implement embedded financial services?
1: Well, I think if you, as a merchant, have a strategy where you feel that embedded financial services is something you should focus on, uh, which I truly believe is the reality. First of all, you need to make sure that you have some kind of it understanding in house because at some point there will be a, an it to it discussion where people on both sides discuss uh, the product and services and how those product and services will be presented to the consumer so we as open paid obviously we have an open api a public api where people can see our services and how to connect to us but at the end of the day the company itself, the merchant itself, need to have a strategy around, once you connect to a provider like OpenPay, how will I turn around and give this service to my end users? What are the risks and rewards of doing so? And how do I build this technological integration into a part of a wider strategy? So you, you see some companies Jump on this buy now, pay later trend, which is also an embedded financial solution, but it's very limited one. You're basically giving people a credit line on the go and ability to pay for something that, that they might not have money to pay right there and then. But that's just a small piece of what embedded financial services means for a merchant. If you look at the bigger picture, creating bank accounts or wallets or issuing cards or giving lending products and also adding insurance products. So you have to look at who is your client? What demographic are you aiming at? Why are they at your merchant checkout at that point? Are they buying something for once in a lifetime? Is this a recurring client? You need to look at your business model and then see what kind of cross-selling and upselling opportunities do you have? And how can you reduce the friction uh, so you don't lose clients at the checkout page? Or might you might even look at how you can avoid having a checkout page at all. Like, like when you look at Uber, there is no checkout page when you take a, a, an Uber ride. It just happens in the background. I think you can approach embedded financial services in different steps. Uh, you should definitely take the first step. But don't cheat on the journey. Look at the overall possibilities that the current digital transformation provides to your business. And have a long-term strategy. Because if you don't have one, I promise you there's someone else that have it, and they will bypass you in the competition. So it's more critical than it a lot of people uh, think of for their own business.
0: So interesting. And so true. I mean, I guess there's no one size fits all in embedded finance. It's very much not jumping on the trend, but making sure it's tailored to your customer base and your platform. So interesting. Thank you, Ozan. And to conclude, I would like to ask you a sort of outlook on the future of embedded finance for 2022. And what are some of the trends we're going to hear more of?
1: Most businesses that are digitalized and are now looking at how to benefit from increased market penetration or market presence, will also feel that there's much more competition in the space they are in. This for any company that are online. So the trends that I expect them to look into is, first of all, uh, buy now, pay later is definitely a, a hype. I don't believe that hype itself is representative for the trend going forward. I think it's something that is here and now and will stay with us. But I believe that other type of lending products or credit products will also enter the market. Other type of KYC and AML products to verify your clients and get more data from them will also start growing. Insurance products and other type of regulated products that we sometimes see as a separate Service will probably merge more more and more. So when you buy something, you might end up getting the insurance with it. It could be a travel insurance. It could be a product insurance. Those things will, uh, or even health insurance, those things will kind of come together. And also I will expect to see that payment services by its own will start happening more and more in the background. So hopefully we will avoid seeing that many fill in your credit card detail pages or welcome to our checkout page, but rather there are ways of grabbing that data earlier on in the process, or you, you take that data once and then you reuse it every time the, the, the client or, or customer comes into your, to your service. Moving the hurdle or, or the friction or the event actually of payments, I think that will happen more and more in the background. And I think that's the key trend that things that are not vital for our customer experience uh, will happen in the background.
0: Sure, absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Ozan Ozerk, founder of OpenPaid. It was a pleasure having you on the show and looking forward to speaking again soon.
1: Thank you, Gaia. Thank you.